the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. And this is TM. And today we're going to talk about the truth. Ooh, which truth? My truth, your truth, or the subjective truth, or perspective, no, or the the objective the truth? truth. Oh, you, you know, don't like it. You, you know, know the stuff truth. that's backed with uh, facts. So uh, there's oh, a quote. Now. There is a quote that I want to read, and it is how I pretty much run everything in my life, but specifically this podcast. I'm going to tell you things that you will not want to hear. But that's not why we started this podcast. We told you things that you needed to hear. That you're going to need to hear. And we're not going to sugarcoat it. So I'm going to sit here and use a quote from Immanuel Kant. He's the one who gives you all those truth quotes that you use for your thing. But this one. There are many things that I believe that I shall never say. But I shall never say the things that I do not believe. So that's what we're going to do in this podcast. We're going to talk about the things that we believe and the truth. Go ahead. I just want to define truth. Truth is the property of being in accord with fact or reality. In everyday language, truth is typically ascribed to things that aim to represent reality or otherwise correspond to it, such as belief, proposition, de- or declarative sentences. Truth is usually held to be the opposite of falsehood. There. Doesn't seem like you could fuck that up, right? Well, then they throw in my truth, your, your truth, truth, her truth, Z's Sir. truth. Yeah, yeah. Hey, can I just say this? Because I know I said it on when we were having a private conversation, but one little jab at the pronoun crew. If you ever say that your pronouns are Zim, I am never taking you seriously because all I can see is that little invader. Invader Zim. There's a truth. You could stick it your peace pipe and smoke it. All right. So let's get started with. Let's get started with the SCOTUS nominee. You just want to start off with angry chum, don't you? Yes. Okay. So Biden's SCOTUS nominee has a pattern of letting child porn offenders off the hook. Yep. Yep, not just off the hook. Like, she tries to turn them loose as much as she can without any kind of repercussion. But when she does sentence, it's the barest minimum according to the law. Right. No. In 72 cases, she actually gave less than the minimum mandatory sentencing for those crimes. Yeah. Fuck. So, I've been researching the record of Judge... uh, Kintaji Brown Jackson reading her opinions, articles, interviews, and speeches. And I just want you to know that they are not good. But uh, there's an alarming pattern uh, when it comes to the treatment of sex offenders, especially those that prey on children. 
As far back as law school, the judge has questioned whether convicts should be made to register as sex offenders. And she has openly stated it leads to stigmatization <coughs> and ostracism. She suggested public policy is driven by a climate of fear, revenge, hatred against sex offenders. Do I wonder why? Okay, let's talk about the psychology here for a second. Sex-based crimes are considered more heinous because it takes you to a place that you should be safe, at your most vulnerable, and it shatters that. Oh, and it gets worse. <laughs> As a member of the U.S. Sentencing Commission, Judge Jackson advocated for drastic change in how the law treats sex offenders by eliminating the existing mandatory minimum sentences for child porn. Jackson has said that some people in possession of child <coughs> pornography are in this for either the collection of child porn or the people who are loners and find status in their participation in the community. By community, I can only think that that would be child exploiters. Oh, 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 mm. Hey, it sounds like she'd hang out with Zach and uh, Brian pretty good. <sighs> I don't care about TikTok. Let's not mention that on our podcast. Well, no, <laughs> the only reason I mention it is I actually had a legitimate reason. It's not to dog on them. But the statement was made that that's not pedophilia. That's just a kink. That's basically what that judge is saying. It's not pedophilia. It's just a kink. They're just there for collection. Well, so Jackson has suggested that there may be a type of less serious child pornography offender whose motivation is not sexual. Pornography. Jackson said she mistakenly assumed that child pornography offenders are pedophiles. That's not true. Jackson also said she wanted to understand this category of non-pedophiles who obtain child pornography. On the federal bench, Judge Jackson put her troubling views into action. In every single court case for which we can find records, Judge Jackson deviated from the federal sentencing guidelines in favor of child porn offenders. Okay, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but pedophilia is the sexual attraction to a minor, right? Correct. Child pornography is the recording of a minor in sexual or lewd positions or acts, right? I think, yeah, I think it even covers just straight nudity. Okay, so, so, and pornography is almost synonymous with sexual, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure I'm not stupid here because it sounded like what she just said is that child pornography has nothing to do with pedophilia. All right. So apparently there's a Missouri representative who's going after her hard. He brings up two cases. Is that Josh Holly? Yeah. He says, United States versus down to perp posted multiple images to an anonymous instant messaging app, including image of a child under the age of five. The guidelines recommended 70 to 87 months. Judge Jackson gave him the lowest sentence allowed by law of 60 months, which is less than the minimum guidelines. Then, in United States versus Sears, the sex offender distributed more than 102 child porn videos. He also sent lewd pictures of his own 10-year-old daughter. The guidelines recommend 97 to 120 months in prison. Judge Jackson gave him 71 months. It's a disturbing record. 
for any judge. But one that's going to be sitting on the Supreme Court, <laughs> prosecuting the most vulnerable shouldn't be up for debate. Sending child predators to jail shouldn't be controversial. Halsey also said that the Sentencing Commission has refused to hand over all of Jackson's records. We need to see all of those records. If she's going to be on the highest court in the land, we need to understand where she comes from. But here's an answer. Go ahead. Just just curiosity, because I'm not as familiar with the circuit court as I probably should be. Okay. But you realize that she was only commissioned to the circuit court in June of 2021. Yeah. Which means that at this time, she has not even been on the the circuit United States circuit judge for a year yet. Do, yeah. Isn't there like a minimum requirement before you can be put to the Supreme Court? Or is it just a nomination? It doesn't matter. It's a nomination. It doesn't matter. You can have somebody who's never been a judge. You can have somebody who's never been a judge appointed to the highest court in the land. As long as Congress approves it. Well, you didn't know that? That is why somebody like Kamala Harris could be put on the Supreme Court. Because she has a law degree. Yep. That's fucked. Hold on, it gets better. Oh, shit. Yako Buyans made a valid point, and I think it bears at least some examination, whether or not you know who he is or not, uh, or agree with his religious phrasing or not, right? Here's what he says, and I agree with him, is that when somebody sits here and stands up for this, they're showing you the true desires of their heart. Fuck. So the odds that she is also, or she knows somebody who is into this type of material is high. And it needs to be investigated. She, like, defends like. What's that, what's that statement I've been making? It's just deviants protecting other deviants? Yes. No, it's funny that I, amusing, and I know people get mad at me for saying this, but it's amusing to me that the pedophile that's in charge of this nation likes a pedophile sympathizer. Better, a female black sympathizer, so he fulfills his campaign promise. Now, isn't it a isn't it a bit of a problem if your only requirement is that someone be female and black? Yeah. Because technically, with today's society, you know, since we're talking about truth, if I use today's logic of truth, I can identify as a black, female, gay, liberal lawyer, too. Well, no, no, not lawyer. That actually requires a license. But everything else, I can. I don't know. You could you could shave your, your, your beard and maybe. I don't I've even seen... have to shave. I, I, don't body you. shave me, bitch. <laughs> I can I can be a queer female POC. I identify as a as a nine year old queer female person of color. Hey, who just happens means... to be a lawyer. I well, think that... I hit every intersectionality boxes. Nominate me, Biden. No, 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 no. You actually should think about this for a second because that means you can't be on a terror watch list, and it also means that you'll be tried as a juvenile in California. <laughs> I live in Florida. We have more common sense. That's sad. That Florida man has more common uh, sense than the entire California legal system. I wasn't going to say it. You got meth gators and meth and meth heads that ride meth gators and zombies. 
<clears throat> Man. When did we lose? When did we lose that definition of truth? When did we lose what facts were? Uh, follow your heart. You can be anything you want to be. Well, my mama told me I could be anything I wanted to be, so I grew up to be a unicorn. Pentacorn, maybe. Oh, fuck you. Uh, do you, you know, prefer the term twatopotamus? No, no, no. I prefer... Uh, hey, look. <sighs> to quote one of my favorite little shorts on YouTube, uh, Hel uh, Helsing Ultimate Abridged, I'm a fuck-mothering vampire, and I've killed a lot of people to get this, and I deserve to be called as such. <laughs> That's right. <Fair. laughs> but no, I mean, like, it's... It's this lack of truth, this lack of accountability or, or being held to truth that has allowed us to reach a point where not only do we have more than one gender, we have people that can be gender fluid and everybody has like 50 bajillion fucking pronouns. Wait, we have gotten to the point, and this takes us nicely into our next one when we're talking about truth, right? That USA Today can name Admiral... Richard, oh wait, Levine, Rachel Levine, Rachel Levine, Dick as Levine. Women of the Year, and that is that is follow the science truth. But Babylon B, who is a who is a satire. entirely satire, names Admiral Rachel Levine Man of the Year, and they get banned from Twitter. You know, what I just realized what. We now officially have another tricky dicky in the in the fucking administration. I want to know when non-military positions got military ranks. It's been that way for a while on the the in the Department of Health. It's been that way. Uh, what what I think is sad, and I want to know where all the fucking feminists are. All the people calling me chauvinist or or misogynist when. Dick Levine has the dubious pleasure of being the first female admiral in the health commission. The first four-star admiral anywhere. That's yep. That's fucked. Yep, that's for rat. That that I call for a mulligan. I call for Ragnarok 2022. You call for a mulligan. I give you the great reset. I hate you. Oh, better. Better. They had Charles Schwab came out with the great narrative. <laughs> the new narrative. <laughs> oh, oh, don't laugh. Don't laugh at all. Allow me to introduce you to. I will share it so you can see it on screen. I was going to save this one, but you need to see this article. Where is it? Da, 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 da. I don't know. It just seems it's it's odd to me that you can. It comes back to accountability and consequences to a lot of things, but the fact that we've rejected truth as a society has has reached us to a point where anyone like like the whole statement you cannot be racist to white people. Yeah. 
Allow me to introduce you to the known traveler digital ID specifications guidance concept. It's trusted, decentralized, and interoperable identity platform enabled through technologies including blockchain, biometrics, mobile devices, and cryptography. Its partners are currently piloting components of the KTDI concept in real life, cross-border context to further enhance the concept and inform future pilots. Pilots' learnings will also help inform development of best practices and standards in collaboration with international regulatory and standard-setting bodies. In it. I, yep. uh, yep. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. That is your digital ID, and it's sponsored by who? World Economic Forum. Ta-da! I downloaded the PDF, but it caused my phone to freak out. So, <laughs> nope, not interested. You keep that devil juice over there. <laughs> so, welcome to the digital ID that the World Economic Forum is 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 saying is necessary. Isn't that nice of them? They want to sit here and make sure we're all safe. Since I always butcher it, do you want to go ahead and use one of my favorite sayings? Which one? The one about safety and security. Oh, those who those who will hand over a little bit of of uh, freedom for a little bit of security will deserve neither and will receive neither. Yep, there you go. I like but it. the World Economic Forum is not quite done with that. They sit here. There's more. Oh yes, yes. There's always, always more. Fun. Always more. The World Economic Forum is telling you that you should start eating bugs. You should take public transportation. <laughs> what was it that our uh, the head of our transportation said? Hey, if you don't like the gas prices, maybe you should get an electric car. Buy a Tesla. Yeah, and well, and shortly after that, California goes. Hey, can you not charge your electric car? Because... Oh no, no, no! But there's more tips. In addition to getting to oh. to not traveling as much, in addition to eating uh, lentils and uh, plants and bugs, and uh, you should also let your pets die. I thought that that was fucking fake, and I had to go through and actually look up what Bloomberg actually said, and yeah. Yep. People who are struggling, let me read that, that that top part again. It says, people who are struggling to make ends meet in the Biden administration, scroll down a little bit, should let their pets die to avoid paying for their exorbitant medical treatments. Yeah. No, okay. Now, they add illness on this one. But if you continue to read, it says, if you're one of the many Americans who became a new pet owner during the pandemic, you might want to rethink those costly medical needs or the food. It may sound harsh, but researchers don't recommend pets getting uh, medical treatment. In addition, letting sick pets or pets pass away, right, advises those grappling with the worst economy in generations. They want you to stop driving cars, alter your diet, and let your pets die. And then they give you reasons. 
To deal with gas prices, worth reconsidering public transportation. It's an option where you live. Fares are up about 8% compared with the 38% for gasoline. Now may even be a time to sell your car. You will own nothing and you and will be happy. be happy. It certainly isn't the, isn't the time to buy a new or used one. Prices stabilized a bit, but uh, uh, used car prices are still at more than 40% from a year ago. And new ones are up 12 When it comes to food, don't be afraid to explore. Prices for animal-based food products will certainly increase. Ukraine and Russia supply a significant amount of corn and barley to the world market, mainly to feed livestock for human food. Meat prices have increased about 14% from February 2021 and will go up even more. Though your palate may not be used to it, tasty meat substitutes include vegetables, where prices are only up 4%, or lentils and beans, which are up 9%. Plan to cut out the middle creature and consume plants directly. It's more efficient, healthier, and a cheaper way to get calories. All of that entire bottom part is a lie. Let me explain. When it it comes to plant-based your testosterone level and your your fertility drops, which is what they want, right? Your calories, you will get a larger amount of calories from, a, from the same amount of meat as you will from vegetables. And to say that the majority of the, the corn and barley that's sent from Russia and Ukraine to the United States is for livestock is an absolute lie. They give us 21% of our wheat, which is for everything. Do you realize that when it comes to sunflower oil, right, which is what all these vegan things use, right, Russia supplies 80% of the world's supply of sunflower oil. They also supply a third of our fertilizer. So you can say grow vegetables, but when it's going to cost you significantly more to get a good yield, guess what? You're going to look at famine and starvation on a level this year, on a level that we have never seen before. It will be, shall I say, biblical famine? Speaking of biblical famine... Let's go look at another article since I'm just here to spread all of this good news, right? I spend two days getting medical treatment. I come back and you have more doom and gloom than I had when I was in the hospital. Well, okay, we won't go into deep on into no, no. depth on this one. No, no, no. go ahead. Full fucking said. All I right. Think it's, I think it's funny that they're talking about fertilizer. When I go, we raise enough cattle that a lot of farms could actually use the manure. As fertilizer. If it worked like that, yes. But we're not just talking fertilizer. We're talking entire urea stocks. Right. Which means stuff like DEF, the diesel exhaust fluid, which is mostly urea that makes trucks run, is also at risk of going up significantly. Fertilizer. And you have to add stuff. Potash. Not just ammonia. Not just cow crap. Right, you have to sit here and process that shit for it to be usable. There's a reason we don't do it, other than the fact that we're lazy. But 
But, okay, ready? Green New Deal. Do you know? Fuck that. Do you know what's coming on Friday? Mm, not on Friday. You know, well, my roast, but. Oh, no. Better. On Friday, the Pope is going to announce and enact the third secret of Fatima. Uh. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, well, I, I was waiting for you to go, oh, fuck. So, anyhow, in 1917, three shepherds were in a field in, I forget what, South American country, right? Okay. Were, were given three distinct prophecies. One predicted the end of World War One. One predicted the end or the start of World War Two, And the third one came with conditions, right? That if we sit here and dedicated Russia to, and Ukraine to the blessed heart or something like that, right? That we would be in for a time of prosperity. However, if we didn't, well, what do you know about the, the prophecy of the popes? That they're full of shit. No, no, the the prophecy of the popes, the hundred and twelve stanzas, oh, yeah, that talk about the popes. And guess what? This one is the last one. And to prove it, the fact that he went to Russia last month signified why they're doing the secret of Fatima. What's what is special about the last pope? It will burn. He will cause the burning of Rome to the ground. That's, and they're going to do it this Friday. Yay! Still don't think we're close enough to World War Three. Can I get? I have more rock? stories. Wait, I have more stories. And you realize that we're like the shy rack of the universe. If there is intelligent life out there, they lock their doors as they drive past us. Are you kidding? They're fucking watching us now going, God, I went from pandemic to World War Three really quick. No, no. The, the My favorite one is one I saw the other day. It goes, I'm really worried about these people. Why? I said, well, in October, they were lobotomizing pumpkins. In and uh, in, in November, they were stuffing shit up a, a turkey's ass. And now it's Christmas time, and they're they're, they're putting wrapped things under trees. <laughs> like, yeah, he got a valid point. All right, ready? Yep, let's go. Russia has officially announced that they have deployed nuke-capable hypersonic missiles. Do you remember when we were doing the podcast yeah. about the hypersonic uh, missiles? You put it in the goddamn book, didn't you? <laughs> So anyhow, um, you didn't deny it. <laughs> so anyhow, wait, wait, let me let me read it. So they have been they have admitted that they were firing them. They weren't the nuclear one, right? But they are nuclear capable hypersonic missiles for the first time ever in combat. They obliterated an ammunition depot in western Ukraine that apparently destroyed three billion dollars worth of equipment that we just sent them. <laughs> So, uh, it, it, uh, hold on. As embattled President uh, Vladimir Zelensky made an urgent plea for meaningful and fair peace talks on the strategic port city of Maripol, 
Yeah, okay. I don't give a shit. But then U.S. officials confirmed Saturday that hypersonic missiles were used, telling CNN they were tracked in real time as they headed towards the former Soviet nuclear base. Uh, and the base is 380 miles from Kiev and extends 150 feet below the surface. And they got it. The speed of the Kinzel puts it beyond the reach of any Ukrainian air defense system, and the launch of platforms can launch from ranges beyond reach of Ukraine. It's also a warning to the West that Russia can, of course, up the ante in Ukraine, and the, Kenz and the Kenzai could also be deployed if war escalated and drew in external powers. I wonder how long it would take if something would be a hypersonic speed. I wonder how long it would take to hit the United States. From where? Russia. I don't know. It's moving at 7,000 miles an hour. Yes, it wouldn't take that long. No. It accused the Kremlin of... Uh, Zelensky accused the Kremlin of deliberate creating a humanitarian crisis, even though we have reports that Ukraine, the Azov Brigade, is killing <sighs> civilians. Aw, just like a cute little Nazis they are. They were good Nazis. The only good Nazi is a dead Nazi. That's what you say, but the media has proven otherwise. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold a minute. We were talking about truth, and I'd like it to be known the truth of the matter is the only good Nazi is a dead Nazi. Fuck the media. Fair. But, okay, look, you have... The Azov Battalion, good Nazi. People who showed up for January 6th without weapons to sit here and go protest stole election, bad Nazis. Fuck you. <laughs> people uh, who people who sit here and beat the truckers in the Canada, good Nazis. People who showed up in Charlottesville, bad Nazis. Hitler. Bad Nazi. Zelensky, good, good Nazi. <laughs> I did not see that coming. That, joke, right. that joke's about as tired and Ah, oh, but it's Russian. still more true. All right. Uh, you well, ready right, for so the next one? We're talking about Russians. So we're talking about Russians. Can we talk about what the Russians uh, sent to the Western, sent to us about Ukraine? Which one? The one that was oddly familiar to the start of World War One. Oh, yeah, that was the next story. So, oh, cool. Russians warn of a false flag attack on U.S. diplomats. Right? I'm going to go to that article so I can read it to our lovely audience. No, stop. Close. Bad ad. All right, so. The Russian military claims has uncovered a plot by Ukrainian hardline nationalist groups, Azov Battalion, to target diplomatic facilities of the U.S. and other Western nations in the Ukrainian city of... I don't even want to try to pronounce it. It was announced by Russian defense military spokesman Major General Igor Koshinishkudukov during a media briefing on Saturday. Yeah, right. Washington and many other Western states moved embassy staff to Lviv shortly before Russia launched its military attacks last month. The city, regarded as a hotbed of Ukrainian nationalism, is about 500 kilometers from the capital of Kiev and just 50 kilometers from the Polish border. 
The information on the supposed plot was provided by an officer from the Secret Service of Ukraine, SBU, who Moscow says voluntarily surrendered to Russian forces. Well, I don't believe that either. So the officer was directly involved in organizing and training of sabotage and terrorist groups to work with areas liberated from nationalists. So what they're planning on doing, for those of you who are a little slower on the uptake of what they're saying, is they want to assassinate a Western leader or diplomat in an effort to draw the United States into war with Russia. But the Russians are saying it's not us, it's Ukraine. And if you look at it, let's let's look at truth. The media is telling you that Russia is this evil people, right? This this evil regime, this evil power that's coming in. So much so that they've denied the visa for UFC fighters. That they have decided that the people are bad so much that you can call for the assassination and you won't get censored, right? That Ukraine is beating them so bad that Russia is so weak that the Ukrainian leader, Mark 16th, made an impassioned plea where he quoted everybody from Winston Churchill to JFK to Martin Luther King, all of these people to tug at our heartstrings, to beg for help. If they're winning, why are they begging for help, first of all? Second of all, they know that unless America intervenes, Ukraine is lost. If I was going to sit here and cause the United States to get pulled in, that's how I would do it. And Ukraine already has a built-in bad guy. They can go kill a diplomat, blame it on the Russians, and America be like, because you've already been trained to hate the Russians. Now, remember, you, you, you always like to make that statement. I had to stop saying that history repeats itself. You've got that so ingrained in me. History doesn't repeat itself, but it damn sure fucking rhymes. Um, but if you remember, it was Duke, the assassination of Duke Ferdinand by another Austrian who threw a bomb in his car that, that sparked that first world war. Yep. And got everybody involved. Oh, wait, it gets better. Zelensky has invited Biden to the Ukraine when he visits Europe this week. Uh, okay. I want to say this. Before you say something that will get us permanently removed from the internet. I'm not going to say shit. I do not like Biden. But I do not want to see that man assassinated. Me either. But it just seems suspicious. Right? (laughs) I just sit here and it's like, uh, guys, uh, one of these things just doesn't belong here. No, the problem is, is that it all belongs there. It's all working together. Because the third secret of Fatima specifically mentions Russia and Ukraine. Well, it's interesting, though. It's like, didn't Biden just tell on himself to say the quiet part out loud and say there's going to be a new world order? We need to be leading it. It, it, I'm not advocating for a new world order, and I'm definitely not advocating for Biden. But if I thought I had a chance at leading the new world order, the last place I want to put my ass is very close to where those hypersonic nuclear missiles can land. But it wouldn't be a missile. Str- well, it might be. But but look, 
They sit here, and if they, you wanted to pull the United States in, the assassination of a president, the assassination of a, a well, top diplomat. Well, a top diplomat. Yeah. Well, by the Russians but... in a safe zone, supposedly. Right? Remember what I told you about Lviv. L-V-I-V. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm just going to go with Lviv. Right? right? Where all of the diplomats have gathered is only five kilometers away from the Poland border. But... <laughs> I'm just... I'm sorry, but logic... If I were the Russians, I would be saying the same thing. Be like, hey, guys, guys, guys. I don't like you, but it ain't... Don't, don't come here. Don't come Do here. Do not... <laughs> They're pulling a Kamala Harris. Do not come. Do not come. And Zelensky is playing Trump. Come. <laughs> I'm gonna come. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, fuck. Do not come. And, wait, wait, best news today, The one of the White House made an announcement that it said, they're, they're not predicting anything, I swear, right? They're, they're not lying to us. They're just, they have our best interests at hearts, I'm sure. And uh, they said, ready? They said, if you are a business, you need to work on your cybersecurity immediately because Russia is looking for a way to attack us. So what if the deep state on, the deep state doesn't like Biden and they don't want an idiot, right? I don't think it'll be Biden that they take out. I think it'll be somebody else that they take out. Because Biden is extremely easy to control. And they don't think that there will be an election in 2022. Because they're looking at the food prices. They're looking at an EMP. They're looking at all of this possible stuff. Cyber attacks. All of this stuff. The United States. If you get people. If you get the world off of the petrodollar. The United States is done without firing a shot. If the price of wheat goes up. Okay. Do you realize that the majority of the African continent survives on 1,200 calories a day or less? So about a Big Mac. Half of a Big Mac. I don't know but, McDonald's, but I figured that. But sit so here and, and think about this. Where the, the Nazis in World War II did not allow Jewish prisoners to survive on anything more than 600 calories per day. Just let that sink in. You do so if you screwed in, with the amount of energy drinks that we drink, caffeine and, and these things, with the amount of stuff that we do with the calories that are in them, we're fucked if that's the case. I have powdered caffeine. Ooh. You and I need to talk because I'm probably going to need to get like 50 pounds of that. <laughs> So you sit here and you realize that in in World War II, the Nazis allowed the Jewish people in concentration camps to survive on 600 calories, and we know what they look like. Mm-hmm. Now you sit here and you realize that the cost of grains and wheats, wheat and rice make up 32% of the diet of caloric intake around the world in terms of calories. 
So you increase the price of that. You're looking at people who survive on 1200 on average, right? And then cut that in half or entirely because that's what's going to happen. Third world countries are going to have it so much worse than the United States, but they they're able to grow their own crops and 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 be and self-sustain themselves without handouts. It's going to suck, but the United States Nope. If you tell people they have to survive on 1,200 calories a day, they will starve. And they will get angry. They will think, right, because they're they're the elites, right? They'll think that they're going to die. They won't. Right? I mean, let's let's face it. People like me and you could probably survive on 1,200 calories for a while. Hey, no need to get all personal about it. Hey, I said me too. It's called prepping. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm hefty. I'm just saying I could miss a meal or two and not be hurting for it. Fair. So anyhow, but so here's the truth. You need to prepare. You need to prepare for rice, for flour, for fertilizer. People don't like it when I talk about the old ways. You want fertilizer that's nitrogen fixed? Start biochar. Start peeing in a fucking bucket. Now, if you're going to use the pee, right, that you have to pee anyhow, right? But if you have to use the pee, you need to dilute it in a 10 to 1 mixture. So fill up a 5-gallon bucket, pour it into a 55-gallon drum, and you have fertilize- 55 gallons worth of fertilizer that you can sear and then throw uh, charcoal in homemade charcoal and create biochar bam done look at hygge culture where you build the mounds of the dead leaves and stuff like that you need to start thinking of other ways to grow stuff without because here's what happens fertilizer is going to become short which means that the farmers are going to grow less food and the food that they do grow won't be of the same quality that it was before so it's scarcity upon scarcity upon scarcity. And then it's going to go to the people that can afford it. So the people that are the elites that you hate right now because they tell you what to do and what they think on every social thing, they're the ones who sat in their fucking mansions with their homemade chefs and all of their food and amenities and spas and all of that stuff singing, we're all in this together. Right, those people are the ones who will eat just fine. It's not that they don't care about you, they hate you. They want to see you die. They want to see you as their slaves. And if you do not prepare, that is you will eat you have two options. Learn to be self-sustainable, be a slave, or die. Those are your three options at this point. There is no coming back from what's coming. No. That is the truth. You may not like it. You may not want to hear it. It may be scary, but it's going to get worse and it's going to come to pass. And it's going to come. There will be billion people that die by the end of this year. from famine alone 
if the current political climate stays the way it is or gets worse. A billion people from famine alone. World War III happens, you can throw that number away because most people will die in the nuclear holocaust. And then you'll have billions of people who die from famine because the ground will be polluted and the only that food which is stored ahead of time will survive. <clears throat> yeah, I see it. Everybody's sitting there, sitting around there, not paying any attention. They don't think it could happen here. And that's the problem with Americans. It's been too long since Americans got punched in the mouth. Fair. It's like that it's like that prize fighter that's been number one for so long he doesn't think he can be beat anymore. Yep. I have a motivational video that says the the wolf climbing the hill or the wolf at the top of the hill is never as hungry as the wolf climbing the hill. We've been on top of the hill, so we don't think that there's anything for us to worry about. But that wolf that is climbing to us seat us from our throne. They're fucking hungry. Remember that audio that I made the video since I'm on a posting ban and can't post it. I'll go ahead and say it here. It says the tree that has never had to struggle and fight for sunshine and rain that grew alone in a field with no competition will never grow to be a forest king. Correct. The one who fought and struggled and came out on top will rule them all. For men and... Was it for for men and trees? Effort. Or I don't remember. Hardship creates. Uh, I don't remember the rest of it. But like I, you said, that you think about. It, we have been out in that field by ourselves for so long. We have never had to fight for food and water. We've never had to fight for for power. But we will. We are no longer the forest king. We got complacent. We got lazy. Well, we were a forest king, and then we decided to see her send her little minions out to cut out all of the competition. Competition breeds progress. Monopoly wow. brings nothing more than... Competition brings strength. It doesn't bring... There is no greater tool or no greater force for progress and innovation than war. Yes, that's true. Every great innovation in the 20th century came from some sort of armed conflict, which isn't hard because the United States has pretty much been at war since its inception. You know, of the 247 years we've been around, over 200 of them we've been in, in some form of conflict. It's not like we don't know how to fight. The problem is, is that we lost our motherfucking purpose. So and we don't know how to fight. We lost our will to fight. Oh, no, we didn't lose our will to fight. Look at the fucking drama that you see now. And I'm not talking about the TikTok drama. Let's look at the here. Since we're almost at the end of the episode, let, let's talk about this little one because it's just a little topic. It doesn't mean anything, but it's stupid. Do you know who Dave Rubin is? Not off the top of my head. He is a gay, uh, conservative uh, talk show host. Okay. Uh, he does the Rubin Report, right? Dave Rubin and his husband, Dave, I don't know what his last name is, right, have decided that they want to start a family. And this has caused 
turbulence within the conservative community. They don't, some of them don't like it. And they're calling other conservatives out for being hypocrites. Okay. Okay, here's why. Ready? Dave Rubin, who is financially secure, has decided to pay one woman for 18 of her eggs. Right? Okay, a little weird, but still not. They have two of them that they have. They also hired two other women to be the surrogates. One of the children will be fertilized by his sperm, and the other one will be fertilized by his husband's sperm. While I find the concept weird, I'm on the same note. I'm kind of like, I don't care. Well, right. I don't either. I think the concept is weird, but on the same note, I'm kind of like, you know, that's kind of not to sound bad here, but that's kind of fucking brilliant when you realize that both of the fathers will have genes in the kid. Right? No, one of them will be the father of one. Well, one will be the will father, be the father of the other, other, but the mother will be the same for both of them. So they'll still have a genetic tie. The two I mean, children will still have genetic tie. But I hate here's, to say this, but that's actually not a. I, I know we don't usually discuss shit like this, but that's actually not a bad way of handling that situation. I agree with you. The problem is, is that you have some conservatives out there who say that this is wrong and sick, and men should not have children like this, and blah 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 blah, and they're a gay couple, and blah 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 blah, and uh, where were you? Huh? Uh, I got one question for him. Where were you? Where really, you're, 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 you're going to do that while you defend preachers that are pedophiles? You're going to do that when you defend... Oh, stop, 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 stop. Take on one fucking topic or your point is moot. Because, no, uh, no, they're, no they're here... Saying, they're saying that it's it, that men shouldn't have children like this. I'm like, well, if you're going to find this morally reprehensible, there are a lot worse things that are morally reprehensible that you all ignore on a regular basis because it's uncomfortable. Well, one, you don't know who I'm talking about. And they did speak against those topics. Thank you very much. That's not the point. The point is, is that they sit here and they want to say that this is wrong, right? But at the same time, but at the same time, they sit here and they say uh, that what Pete Booty Judge did is wrong or is wrong as well. Um, But here's the difference. Ready? Here's, here's the difference between those two. Pete Booty Judge, the reason that people criticize, the conservatives that are offended about Dave Rubin are also mad at conservatives who are supporting Dave Rubin because, and this is what the whole divide is, because they went after Pete Booty Judge, but they're not going after Dave Rubin when they both use the same method. That is not why people went after Dave, after Booty Judge. They went after Booty Judge because the motherfucker took two goddamn months of maternity leave, uh, whatever, leave, and he's the fucking Secretary of Transportation in the middle of a supply crisis. That's why you can criticize him and not go after Dave Rubin. Does that make sense? No, and I get that. And I don't know who you're referring to, and I'm not going to ask, but I'm going to say something. I have actually, I've I've adopted a sentiment that you have taught me that I just do not care 
and in this particular situation, it is it is it is something that is consensually happening between three fucking adults, and most of these people five adults in this five adults. <laughs> like look, I the math to, hurts your head. Like this is something consensual happening between consenting adults. I don't give a shit. Right, right, right. They're not abusing the kids, or they're actually finding a way to do this so, uh, uh, in a way that they think is going to help the kids. I, I, I do not care, but I will say this: here's the one thing, and I don't know who made the comment, and I'm not going after them directly because, Lord forbid, everybody thinks one of my generics is against them personally. Right, right, fuck right. Off. But guess what? Most of y'all that had a fucking are having a fucking problem with this because I've seen now that you've told me the story, I, I recognize the story. I just didn't recognize the players. Most of the people that are having a problem with it have no problem with cheating on their spouses, so they can fuck all the way off. That that is also a true statement. See, but but the reason I brought up this particular story was not to talk about this because I think it's stupid all the way around. And I, I, I'm sure you agree with that. I do, that. but I, I on the same note, I'm kind of like, you know, I mean, I don't understand. I'm straight, right? I'm straight. So I don't understand the whole gay lifestyle. It, but that's fine. But if you were going to raise kids that you wanted to say are your actual kids, this ain't a bad way of going about it. I agree. I think it's kind of good. I was like, but, okay. But the reason I brought up the topic was because uh, – you had said that they they lost the will to fight. No, it they they love to fight. They just don't have any purpose or direction. You know, it's what we used to accuse the left of all the time of being lost. They're not. They get, they get so lost in the in the fight, they forgot there was a war to win. Yes, yes, that was the sentiment I was thinking of. Yes. Okay. No, I can agree with that. Sorry. I don't know who you were referring to, and I don't know who said it. Now I kind of feel bad because I think I know them, and I'm like, oh. No, they're, they're, they're national talk show hosts. And the, the reason I say that is because I don't want to bring up TikTok drama, so I'm not going to mention anybody from TikTok. And I don't give a damn. I'll still get blamed. Who cares? Let's go. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> like, Watch. I, wait, wait. I could say something right now. Publish the podcast not think anything of it. But the people that listen to the podcast just to find stuff to complain about will think you said it. Even if I go, this is Odin. I am making this statement of my own free will. Tear has nothing to do with it. In 24 hours, it would be on TikTok and it would be your fault. I was in the ER two Friday nights ago and they all have these messed up stories that I was going to a party and drinking. I don't understand, dude. Like, one of these days, we're just gonna have to write this down and figure out how to fuck this story gets so twisted. Alright, so we go from point A to point Z to point Q E, F, W, X minus 3, X minus 1, Y times square root of pi. Equals uh, it's chum's fault. Yeah. That that is how it seems to be worse. You fuck me. It's that new math. Two plus two equals purple because pigs can't fly. And it smells like roses. And it glitters when I fart. <laughs> Too much information. You're good until hear... you went to that point. I, I, no, no, no. I don't want to hear that from the guy that was talking about scarring his FBI agent, okay? Do you really want to talk about chocolate starfish and dirt stars? <laughs> In retrospect, no, I will retract that gauntlet for right now. 
I'm still worried about my chocolate starfish. Just wait till much. Friday. Oh, <laughs> so if the, if the I, world is like, still here. <laughs> let me make a, a kernel of truth. Y'all are going to ride that one until it is done. Just gone, aren't you? That and where it, did I not put it up? I did not. I took it down. The the one that I made a while ago. Wah, 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 yeah, that one. All right. I took it off the page because I lost track of it. But I still have this one. <laughs> I can't believe somebody thought that, that me being a Care Bear would offend. I'm like, nah, dude. My favorite thing about that entire thing is that Reaper is still like, where's mine? Dude, you realize I did it to rag on us, right? It was making fun face. of ourselves. <laughs> I, can I say something? And I'm not bringing up any particular TikTok drama. I'm not. But I want to say that it, it, it's disheartening to watch people. Oh, my good God. It's disheartening to watch people bicker over the most pointless of bullshit. Agree. And then it's the hypocrisy because they go, well, I don't like drama. And then they're like hip deep in it, sucking off one person just to piss off another. The world is ending. America is, is dying right now. And they want to talk about this shit. No. Remember when the whole thing in Afghanistan went down, I said that America will not die with a bang, but with a whimper in the middle of the night with no one to mourn her. I think it's going to make some noise at the end. but <laughs> Only if we can get enough people to get their heads out of their ass. You hear that sound? Fair. It's the great reset of everybody just yanking their head out of their own ass. That would be nice, but I don't think this is the way our story goes. No, but I do want to mention something uh, to our friends and our family. I believe it has been an, a year since we all started getting together, talking and having conversations. We're coming up on what? We started this in October. Yeah. So we're coming up on six, seven months. Yeah, we're a little over 100 episodes. So it's been a wild ride, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. Wouldn't change it for the world, but I just want to say... Uh, and we ain't fucking done yet! Oh, hell no! We By the way, I, I resubmitted. I resubmitted for OnlyFans. I saw that it was pending. I have to... I For some reason, my face just does thing? not like to be read by their scanners. That is the what. Like, they have my ID, right? Fine. They don't need my ID anymore. They just need my face. And every like time I take the a ID, picture, not the face? yeah. So they just need my face, and apparently there's something wrong with the way the camera reads my. I don't know. It just it's very. Have you weird. ever thought it might just be your face? I I have actually thought that that I fucking broke my camera. That's why I don't look in the mirror to shave anymore. That fat bastard every morning won't get out of the way, so I can actually see myself. Right. All right. So, 
that will do it for this particular episode of The Truth. We hope that you have heard the stuff that you need to hear, not necessarily the stuff you want to hear. But if you wanted to hear it, great, because we're not going to stop it. Uh, and if it offends you, I'm sorry. And if it didn't offend you, wait till next week. I'm sure Tier will do something to offend you. Oh. Or tomorrow. Oh, come on. I will tell you this. One thing I can promise you is that we will not be censored. We will not be fettered. We will just say it as we think it. We will call it as we see it. And if you don't like that, well, fuck you. Fair. And with that, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tear. Smell you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.